Welcome back to Bird in a Cage, and this is episode 20, and I'm here with a new friend, uh, Elizabeth Dixon of Alter Space Crystals. Say hi, Elizabeth. Hi. Hi, Mina. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for being on. This is so awesome. Uh, so I found you through um, Ashley Walker, who is now my hairstylist, because she posted uh, the crystals that she bought from you, and I started following your page, and I just really resonated with all the stuff you posted. I love all your crystals. So can you talk a little bit about your business first? Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much. Yeah. It was uh, pretty cool how it unfolded meeting Ashley within the first week of her moving to Texas and she needed a crystal and uh, a mutual friend of ours knew me and said, I know just the person. So uh, they came down here and um, into my cabin and they did a private appointment where they crystal shopped and she found what she needed here. And so um, this year has been a little different, you know, with quarantine. Um, I have been uh, doing minimal markets, but mostly that's what I do. I do pop-ups, markets, festivals, and it's expanding, right? So yeah. people are finding out and invited me to do uh, private parties and um, and so it's been really wonderful unfolding and just having the support of the community here in Texas and particularly down here in Sebastian and New Braunfels where I am the most. Yeah that's amazing so you live out in the woods you just told me that's incredible. I do yeah I, I uh, somehow <laughs> got <laughs> to be um, you know just out here in San Marcos, out in the woods, in a little cabin, and completely different from my old lifestyle, and I love it. I wouldn't change it for anything. That's amazing. So how is, um, so Alter Space, how do you, uh, there's a lot I want to get into, but what, what makes it crystals for you? Like, what, what about them is so healing? And I know, for me, how powerful they are and how they can impact lives in so many different ways, but what are they to you? Uh, so to me, crystals, personally, they resemble uh, hope and community because I um, have used crystals for years and years, started getting into them when I was about seven. And I, um, to me, they've always just been this symbol of, of hope and connectedness to the earth and the energy of um, the universe and just how magical it is that we have these beautiful specimens growing right here for us to view and use for healing properties. Mm -hmm. And, um, and there's so many that are yet to be discovered. And that's like the mysterious fun part about it too, is that sometimes there's a new cave discovery and then we get to learn about a new crystal. And so um, what the business has really done for me is expanded my spiritual community, brought in people from all over, even outside of the U.S. And wow, it's just, 
been, yeah, this amazing unfolding, especially this year with really being online with my business more than I had been in my first year. Um, I'm just coming up on my two year anniversary in January of so having awesome. Alter Space. And Congrats. Yeah, it's been exciting. Thank you so much. Yeah. That's beautiful. Um, so you said, okay, so you started about two years ago, but your whole journey up until you said you, you were into crystals like around seven. Um, so let's kind of get into like your bird in a cage story. Do you have one that you want to share? Um, the whole premise of the podcast is uh, we have times in our life where we feel trapped in a cage of some sort, some metaphorical cage. And we always have the key, but we're not really sure how to utilize it and usually take some inner work to find it. Um, so yeah, do you have a story that you'd like to share? Yes, absolutely. Um, I do. And it's interesting to, to pull it in and tie it to my business um, because I don't think of it that way because I'm in such a joyous phase of my life with having altar space. And, you know, I do feel like because of what I've gone, I've gone through in my past is able, you know, I was able to get to this place to enjoy this freedom. And, um, and so absolutely my, my past is that, uh, I, I grew up not feeling seen, not feeling heard, um, you know, just that kind of like, I don't belong here feeling. <laughs> and uh, with that, real, I'm sure a lot of people feel that way, you know, but when you, when you're born into a family that is um, people who are very in this world, very into reality, very into the hustle and the grind and like, you need oh, yeah. to do this in order to have and so uh, two earth signs as my parents, <laughs> uh, not, a, not a spiritual upbringing. We had religion, but we didn't have spirituality. And so for me to, to find spirituality later on in, in my 20s was just such a dramatic change for me. Um, and so, you know, without, you know, putting my family <laughs> uh, into this too much, I just, you know, they, they were the catalyst they were why I felt like I needed to expand and try mm -hmm. something different so um, I battled with um, alcohol addiction for about 10 years I started drinking when I was a teenager and um, it quickly became just like a daily thing that helped me cope and mm -hmm. um, you know, growing up in an alcoholic household where that was kind of the norm and that's kind of like that was what I saw as adults, like, okay, well, um, this must be all there is, right? And so that was such a sad existence for me that I finally, um, I hit a bottom about 26 uh, mm -hmm. um, in 2011. And I, uh, I started my the, uh, another chapter of my healing um, journey, because yeah, all of it's healing, right? But it mm -hmm. just doesn't feel like it. <laughs> And so uh, when I got sober in 2011, it, it was like this pivotal time in my life to realize that um, maybe things can look different. Maybe my life can be completely different than, uh, than it was and, and really open up and expand um, who I even thought I was. And so mm -hmm. it's done just that. So now um, almost 10 years later, I, um, you know, I have shifted in ways that I couldn't even imagine. And so um, when I 
let's see. So I, I actually went to college while I was still drinking and I, I graduated and I got a degree in entrepreneurship and I was like, okay, cool. Like kind of got the family off my back, right? Like I'm, yeah. I'm doing all the things, the, the human things they want me to do. Um, and then to find out that, well, I'll be actually using that you know, that knowledge that I got in school 10 years later mm-hmm. when I finally had the courage to start my business. And it's been something that I've wanted to do in the back of my mind for a long time and didn't feel like uh, I was worthy of it. You know, it's having your own business takes a lot of self love because I have to be my number one supporter and motivator and, um, and, you know, nobody is going to do that. I have lots of supporters and friends and, and even my family is, they're happy for me. They don't quite understand. I don't think what I'm doing here, <laughs> and, uh, that crystals are so tied into spirituality. Um, but, but that's okay. They don't have to understand. And that's part of my healing journey too, is just that I have to follow my passion, no matter, you know, who doesn't believe in me or, you know, it, it doesn't, it, I've shed that part of me that needs to be, um, have that approval. And so mm-hmm. it's really helped me expand and, um, come into this life that I have now. And it's not just about crystals anymore. And I can tell you more about that too. Yeah, absolutely. I do want to hear that. There's a couple of things you touched on there. Um, I feel like when you were talking about your family connection and just that idea that you always knew there was something more Um, the last episode I did, I talked about Saturn returns and I said the same exact thing. I always knew I wanted something more. There's something different out there. And my family was kind of similar to yours. They, you know, they, they raised us so well, but they kind of wanted us to be safe in this little box. And this is how you do things on a kind of three dimensional level. And I just never really resonated with that. And it took, you know, the awakening to kind of shift out of that and see what you saw that there is another way to live your life and um, that we're always creating it. Um, But did, did you, you know about Saturn returns? Did you kind of feel that intertwined with your awakening in a sense, that period in your life? I, I did. And I really feel like um, my body needed to be clear of uh, all the things that were really dulling me out um, Mm. from having, you know, and I think that was part of what I was trying to do it purposefully was to dull my senses because I identify as an empath. And that can, if you, if you don't know how to be an empath in this world, you're going to struggle. I really had, you know, in my experience and the people that I've met along the way, they're, you know, constantly learning tools to, um, and I didn't even know I was one until Mm -hmm. I got sober and I had a sponsor tell me, um, yes, you are an empath. And so then that started a whole new journey of like learning and discovering and honoring who I am because Mm -hmm. it is not a weakness. It's actually, it's kind of a superpower really. If you, if you can get to a place where it's, um, it's feeding you and it's fueling you and you can't, you know, for me, the bottom line is just like, helping others. And if I can help other people, um, then I feel like satisfied and like all the work that I've gone through was worth it mm-hmm. and can all benefit from it. And, um, and just live more comfortably on the planet because yeah. there's a lot of things coming at us all the time here on earth and as humans. <laughs> and so, uh, just learning how, how do we navigate in, 
in a healthy way that doesn't go back to old patterns that were really coping strategies to get through in a, in an environment that felt, um, not nourishing and just not Mm -hmm. happy. So, um, so I've, I've built my spiritual family and, you know, we're all, seekers we mm-hmm. all realize that there's much more and my connection to the universe is number one that's that's so important and, and that's really within me the universe is within me and that's what I believe so um strengthening that relationship and it's not always easy we go mm-hmm. in waves and um and sometimes you know I might be re- uh, really on my healing journey but it might feel so difficult right yeah that's but beautiful yeah. And, um, yeah, you talking about the empath, um, I don't think like a lot of people realize that they are, like you said, it takes someone kind of, some kind of spiritual teacher or someone in that realm to tell them like, Hey, you have these abilities to feel things that are not yours. <laughs> so check in with that and feel that. And I just notice a lot of, um, particularly some of the, the clients that I have, they're younger girls, like in the, the Saturn returns age, and I can feel like they're holding on to things that are not theirs, but it, it's difficult to kind of show them like, hey, this is not yours. It's kind of something you have to learn inherently, right? And it's difficult. It's kind of hard to discern what is yours and what is not. But once you get into that flow of it, you're kind of like, oh, I, I was worried about that for nothing. Like that's not even mine to carry. So I just think it's really interesting that you um, resonate with that on such like a deep level. Um, I think it's important to say more out loud that, you could be an empath if you're, <laughs> if you're feeling things that you're not quite sure where they're coming from or know how to deal or feel overwhelmed. Um, so yeah, that was, that was interesting. <laughs> yeah, and, and absolutely. I find that more times than not, my, my customers are empaths and that they, um, they have no idea. And so I, I always say, um, that crystals are the gateway drug to spirituality because <laughs> totally. I get these women, mo- mostly my customers are women, not all, but they come to me, um, you know, and they think they just want this like beautiful, shiny rock or stone. And, and then I, I teach them that these are crystals that have metaphysical properties and that you're usually going to be drawn to the healing that you need. So if you are gravitating towards all of these green crystals and you're like, oh, wow, I just love green. Well, yes. that's not- heart space right so that's heart healing so maybe there there's something depth you know there's depth to that and um, meaning behind it and so I try my best um, to educate and and not that I'm an expert but what knowledge that I have if I can share it with someone and um, and maybe help them on their journey a little bit and that's what I look back on my life and how I've had all these seeds planted Mm -hmm. by people who've gone before me on their journey and how grateful I am that they were there and they were on their path so that I could have a glimpse of what it might be like if I wanted to continue on. Um, And really now there's no choice like that, that pull from that energy pull for healing. I don't think it can ever stop because um, like I said, I'm a seeker and I want to, my, my goal is freedom. It's not relief. I want to live on this earth with peace and tranquility. And even if there's the craziest situations happening in the world, 
Um, I think I've kind of held it together um, as best as I could this year in such mm. a, a difficult time and feeling everyone's um, energy. And, you know, it's it's been tough for people. And, and so I'm trying to work on myself so I can show up and um, and hopefully be a light for for people who are seeing a lot of dark right now. You absolutely are. I think most people in this realm are, are the light. And I think you're being a little humble about it because <laughs> the work that you do is, um, it's like a lighthouse for people. They're, they're searching for those kinds of things. And you taking responsibility and saying that you're trying to be the best version of yourself for others is just the, the ultimate recipe, I think, for, <laughs> for, you know, connecting with the universe and just that ever, ever, lasting flow of in and out and receiving and giving i think that's that's the 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 recipe definitely uh i love hearing that that feels so good when you said it <laughs> oh good i'm glad and you know it's like i i had to reach out for that hand too and for so, for many years and which ultimately led me to realize that like doing service was going to be the best way to pull out of it. And, um, and it, it builds esteem, right? I didn't mm-hmm. love myself. So, well, I'm not going to survive out here happily if I don't love myself. So, um, that journey started, I started reading books, you know, self-help books, but I will say, oh, yeah. uh, the four agreements, um, that, that book helped shift some things for me realizing I was taking a lot personally. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so, you know, there's been little things along the way where I'm like, it shifted my perspective. And so then I eventually, when I lived in Seattle, I went to a life coach training school and, um, you know, and it really just taught me to be a better listener. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it's interesting you talk about the lighthouse because that was the symbol of school. Um, and oh, their, their logo was a lighthouse. And, and it's these, the people that I met in that class too, or they're still in my life. And that was, uh, you know, right before I left Seattle. So three years ago. Mm-hmm. And, um, and now I find that, you know, I had no idea what I was going to do with that certificate. And then when I opened my business, I realized that I use it every day. And, and last year I got certified in uh, Reiki and um, med- community there. And it's just ever expanding and it all fits together. And when, when you're just going through all the motions, not realizing the big picture, um, it's hard to have that trust in the universe, but I think now because I've seen how these puzzle pieces are starting to form and fit together, yeah. I can see some of it. Um, it's an exciting place to be. You know, I'm I'm very grateful for that. Yeah, that's so, it's so important that you say that also. That even if something doesn't make sense in the moment, but you feel drawn to it or connected to it, it's most likely spirit or the universe just telling you to do it because it's going to. Um, it's going to help you or others in some kind of way, some way down the line. So to just go for it. I love that. So life coaching, crystals, Reiki, you do it all. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, I I do what my heart is drawn to. And Mm -hmm. it ends up being just, you know, if it feeds my soul, right? So I do it and I think, okay, like, who knows if I'll ever use this, but then it turns out that, um, it is like the way that I, I bring people together. I love connecting people and I have 
tons of healers in my life now. And so it's really easy for me to match people, you know, like if they're going through something, I say it like, oh, I know somebody who can help you with that. Mm. And um, I mean, I've tried so many different healing modalities myself over the years and really um, found them to be beneficial. I have gotten off of prescription medications like years ago, I got off of them, but it took a long time and a lot of support mm-hmm. uh, with the naturopath doctor. And so that's something I firmly believe in that just like not, it does natural healing. It's available. It's maybe not everyone can, can go that route. Um, I'm not saying to not take your medications. It took me three years to get off of mine with proper health, but it is possible. And now I'm mm-hmm. living this beautiful life where I do, I use the healing energy of the earth. I use herbs and vegetables and, you know, things that grow in our soil and, and the crystals really just realizing that this is my first love and my first Mm -hmm. passion. I was uh, a jewelry maker since I was very young, just beading, doing things and later realizing that was the healing properties of the stones I was using that I was really drawn to. Oh, nice. Yeah, let's get into that. Well, first, I just want to say that I feel the exact same way about prescriptions and pharmaceuticals. I, if I can do anything to avoid taking them, I I will. I know how you feel. <laughs> Try to utilize what you can first from the earth for sure. Um, yeah. But yeah, let's get into your crystal love. So you started with jewelry making and you realized that these actually hold vibrations. They actually can help in ways. So how did that grow into what you have now? Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's important to, to say that I had no idea about the metaphysical properties of the stones for years. And, and this is also, you know, as a child growing up with um, limited resources about anything considered new age or metaphysical. And um, I did have one aunt, my mom's twin sister, who helped open that door for me. And, um, and I would see her a couple times a year and she would be the one who brought magic into my life. And so I loved, loved visiting with her. And, um, and so I, you know, I had a collection of different crystals and knickknacks and things. My sister, who is not like me at all, she would call it organized. (laughs) clutter. And what I realize now is that I was creating an altar my whole life. I had an altar as a child and I did not know that's what it was. I just liked the things. And so when people come to me and say like, how do I build an altar? And I, and I tell them, you probably already have one. Mm -hmm. And so let's make it more intentional. And, um, and so that's really something that's been with me all along. It's not just like I started this business and I'm, you know, just got into it. It's um, the name literally came to me when I went to sign up to, uh, the secretary of state, get my business name. I sat down with another name in mind and this name was channeled to me and I typed it in instead. And so it's just taken off from there. Um, and so I, uh, went away to college. I worked at three different bead stores, teaching classes Mm -hmm. about, um, making jewelry and earrings and whatnot. And, um, and then when I lived in Seattle, I worked at a jewelry store downtown and it was 
a different kind of jewelry store. It was a lot of silver, but it also had semi-precious stones. And we had a mm. whole wall in the back. And all of the pendants had this name of the stone and a little socks to it. And so I just started learning these stones. Mm. And I already knew a lot of them from my beef days. But um, I just, like, loved that wall so much. Mm. And, um, and so then I ended up working as um, I did an estate sale company where I would do jewelry appraisals. I would tell, you know, tell them what they should price things at. I worked mm. at another place where um, I did, um, it was kind of like a cash for gold place, but like a really fancy one. And um, so I would, you know, be able to test the properties of the, the stones and see like for hardness and um, determine if it was real or not. And then also, um, more more jobs in that whole field where I worked for uh, Goodwill in their e-commerce department, all mm -hmm. of their jewelry that went online. And again, doing um, appraisals and, and kind of identifying to see what was genuine. And then I also worked for as a laser welder repair person at um, a high-end engagement ring jeweler mm -hmm. and um, in a warehouse, like, you know, just totally like early in the morning, just you get all these orders for the day and you're, I'm, I'm literally welding them and wow. uh, with a really tiny little laser um, through a microscope. And so it's just been something that um, has kind of always been along with me. And, um, and then I realized <laughs> two years ago, I was planning to go to the Tucson Gem Show and that's the big oh. one of People, you've heard about it? Oh, yeah, I've always wanted to go. <laughs> yeah. Yes, and I always wanted to go as well. And when I worked at those bead stores, the owners would go, and I'd be like, oh, oh. one day. <laughs> yeah. And so I, um, I booked a flight, and I was going, and it was going to be my – it was my first time. Went with my girlfriend who lives in New York, and we met up, and um, I brought some extra money. I was like, I have this – I started my business with $700 and I wow. went to the gem show, bought what I could. And I came back and had my very first pop-up in Lockhart, Texas mm -hmm. at Take Care Apothecary. And it was literally just like stone sitting on a table with this tablecloth that was all like ratty, like the end wasn't hemmed. And um, I had just gotten it a couple days before and I was just a total makeshift, get things you know, going and I did well that night and I was so excited. Yeah. And it just kind of took off from there and it's expanded. I now carry more than just crystals and I have more offerings. That's beautiful. I love how all those little nuggets of things that you did just helped you with your business in the long run. All those, I feel like a lot of us in this kind of realm have worked these jobs that we're kind of like, why are we working in these environments that, you know, they serve us to a level, but it's not exactly what we want to do, but we always take something away from it that makes it in, into this big thing that we're trying to create. That's so amazing. Absolutely. And I will say my, my ultimate like last kicker for the bird in a cage, uh, as far as jobs go was before this, I was working as a staff accountant and wow. at, a, at a center, a recovery center. And I, um, and so I was really heavily into, you know, QuickBooks and like mm -hmm. sitting at the computer typing, doing all these spreadsheets and things. And I honestly, I hated it. It was soul sucking. Mm -hmm. Um, I, 
I really, really did. I was like, what is my purpose here? And, um, and so when I, I started my business on the side while I was working there and within six months at right within two weeks of finishing my Reiki training, which, uh, if you all have heard about Reiki, it's, it's life changing, uh, within a few weeks of doing a certification, your, uh, anything in your life that's not in alignment will just fade to the side. And Definitely. that's exactly what happened. I lost my job. I was let go and in a st structure, like they were restructuring the department, they said. And I was like, okay, universe. Like, I know that <laughs> it was totally that push that I needed to be like, go do this because you're going to love it. This is what you're meant to do here. Mm -hmm. And so um, I was hanging on because I, out of fear, of course, you know, who it's a big leap, you know, and I didn't have the proper support or resources to feel secure to do this on my own. But here I am, it's happening, it's, and it's growing, and I absolutely love all the connections that I've made with all of the people that have um, found me through my business with Alter Space. Mm -hmm. it's, it's a miracle. Yeah, that's incredible. Um, so you were talking about, well, there's two questions I have. One is that you were talking about how people have come to you and said, um, I have, or how do you build an altar? And you say, well, I think you already have one. You just have to kind of play with it. I had this like vision of you kind of being like an interior designer for people's altars in a way. <laughs> it was just like a really beautiful image that popped in my head. But, uh, anyways, I that. yeah, that I, would be I actually do, that. do you really? Oh my God. That's amazing. I have done that. Um, it's, uh, for usually for stores or shops that are trying to pull um, usually there are spas or places that are yoga studios and they're trying to pull in um, certain things like obviously prosperity, um, yeah. calmness for their customers, um, detoxing for electromagnetic fields, you know, all these things where they're like, hey, I'm looking, you know, I want my space to be set up for this and I'll curate and Amazing. I'll pull together. I'll actually go to their location and help them um, and pick things out. And so I do that wow. in a way. Um, absolutely. And then I also um, constantly getting messages through Instagram, which I absolutely love, of people who are going through life changes and they're wondering what crystal would best suit their needs. And so mm -hmm. I do these um, currently like free consultations where we talk about what crystals are best for them. And and it's amazing because it's like, then I get to learn about these people mm -hmm. and everything they tell me is held in confidence. It's just like this beautiful relationship where maybe they don't have that spiritual person around them in their life that they can talk to about these things. So I like to be supportive of their journey, even if they feel like it's, you know, frowned upon in their home. I've mm -hmm. had so many women tell me that their partners laugh at them about their crystals and, oh, you know, I, I'm like, I want to be a supporter of, of them expanding their spiritual life because it's, um, it's not just about the crystals, you know, it, it's about building this relationship with our intuition. And that's what crystals really are for me is, um, an inner knowing that, um, I know how to build my altar or I know 
uh, which crystal to choose to use in my meditation today or to even start a meditation practice. And um, the whole point of it is that I want people to know that there's no doing it wrong. You cannot mm -hmm. do it wrong. It, let's say, I could say the only thing that you might mess up would be to cleanse a water soluble crystal in water. <laughs> That's <Okay>. happened. <laughs> Yeah, it happens. And you know what? Big deal. Like you learn from that and then you want to tell all your friends and you, be you become an expert in the things that we fail in, we become experts in. And so, oh my gosh, so true. <laughs> it's so true. And so like, you know, you cannot do it wrong. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, I remember when I first started getting into majorly into crystals during like my awakening and I would listen to so many podcasts like about metaphysics and how to pick a crystal and I was I felt overwhelmed I'm like there's no way I can learn all this stuff you know how am I gonna how am I gonna connect with this and then eventually you just start to say to listen to what you were talking like your intuition will pull you towards what you need for that moment and I'm always looking for the shiniest sparkliest angel aura you know <laughs> stone but there are times where I need a tourmaline or um you know a moonstone something very um, or something for my root, you know, and it's like, just trust that because it's going to help you in the long run. And, um, yeah, it just gets you out of your head. You can feel your energy when you're around crystals and it's such a great tool to get to know yourself with. Exactly. That's absolutely what I love about it. And the crystal community is like my best learning tool like I always find you know people are learning about all these other healing modalities that mm -hmm. they share with me and I get to share with them and meet some magical magical humans through this yeah. industry it's just incredible um you know and and we're we're doing all right you know like it's it actually is um an industry that's you can survive in and i and that's what like, i think back about when my mom told me to go work at um like this medical center she was no. like trying to tell me to go get a job somewhere and i was like have you ever met me <laughs> I mean, it just it makes sense like and i want also to tell people that find that thing that motivates you that you love and you cannot fail and mm -hmm. like there's going to be hurdles and barriers, but like, because I believe in myself and what I'm doing, um, it's like this momentum that I like, I can't even stop. Like I wake up every day. I work a lot. I work a lot behind the scenes kind of things. And, um, it's like this energy flow that, uh, I'm not even in charge of like the universe mm -hmm. is just like, so, I wanted to ask you a little more of like a three-dimensional question as far as business, because you've obviously taken what you've learned and built this business, but do you feel, or what, what are the, the signs that you are supported when you feel like things are not exactly going in the direction that you hoped? What are the things that show up for you to show that you are going to be okay in that sense? Yeah, whether sure. it's financially or emotionally or anything. Yeah, so more like in the human sense. Um, yeah, the the things that really uh, help me, I would say, are really my friends. Um, and I have some customers who just like unconditionally support me in this way where 
I'm always so shocked. Um, there's, there are people out there who like love small businesses and want them to thrive, like just from their heart. And, and so that's usually what happens is like, if I'm feeling kind of like, Oh, like this is really hard or I'm stuck or I don't know what to do next. Um, I, I mean, it, it still comes back to spirit, right? Like I'll still, I'll get like some random sign or like, um, or a message or like, Hey, um, you sold me this crystal for, and I was trying to find a partner and I got this rose quartz and I met the oh. person of my dreams. Like that, oh my that's, God. um, yeah, she said two months to the date of owning that crystal, she met the man of her dreams. And and like, not that that's always the goal for everyone, but also I had a woman reach out after a market last year and tell me that, um, you know, I, her, her son wanted to buy this wand that I made and, and kind of wanted the more expensive one. And I, I told him that he could have that one for the price of the plain one. And oh. that more important that he gets the one that that he really wants and she wrote me this long thing that made me totally cry and um you know it was just like wow that is so beautiful and it reminds me that it's not about the money <laughs> it is totally about the flow of energy um mm -hmm. and then also sometimes something will happen where um like all of a sudden I'll get this huge sale that um, I wasn't expecting and um, which might be what allows me to maybe go to a gem show mm -hmm. and get inventory. And, and so those kind of things too um, really, really just, you know, my, to me, everything is magic. It's like, okay, um, I use um, Tarot, I use Oracle decks, I use lots of divination tools. And um, and so those kind of things help guide me too. And and it's really just tapping into my own intuition and, um, and also sometimes asking for help, you know, mm -hmm. like setting up for these markets, it's a lot of energy and it's, um, it's hard on the body. And so there's those aspects too, where I'm like, wow, like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this for very much longer. Yeah. And so I will let you all in on a, a secret right now is that just a few people know, but Ooh. I am building, <laughs> um, building a mobile tiny shop. No way. Yeah. So it wow. is um, totally my baby, but I will tell you, I have a lot of insecurities come up that, wow, like, you know, real life things like, am I going to be able to move this? Like, where am I going to park it? Like, how am I going to like use the, you know, trailer hookup and the RV plug and like all these little details the, where the three dimensional fears. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And um, so, and those who know me know that I've been talking about having a gypsy wagon, as I've been calling it, which has shifted majorly um, for, for years. I've been like, I really want this like wagon situation. Uh, when I lived in Washington, I saw something like this and there were tarot readers in there. And I oh literally, gosh. like my whole body felt this energy of, I desire this. Like Amazing. I desire that that is a life that I resonate with and look at them. They're making it happen. And at the time I didn't feel, I didn't love myself enough to feel like I could have that. 
Um, but I, my desire for it was so deep that I really believe that I like imprinted something mm -hmm. <laughs> and the universe was like, okay, when your time's right, you, you know, when you're ready to allow that, you can have it too. It was showing you a preview of what's to come. <laughs> It absolutely was. And just the fact that I remember that exact moment, it was in Port Townsend, Washington. And I honestly, I don't even know if anyone else saw this thing. <laughs> like, <laughs> I feel like I've, I've come across those instances sometimes too. I'm like, did, am I the only one that saw that? Like, <laughs> am I in a rea my own reality? <laughs> it felt like it was just for me. Oh, amazing. Um, but you know, it was just like those those women, I actually did get a uh, tarot reading in there, and the, but those women, like, they're the ones that they believed in themselves and their dream. Everyone, you know, it's my dream is bigger than me. My dream is mm -hmm. about what the universe is asking for as an example for others to see. Mm -hmm. And so that's so motivating to me to realize that I'm not just doing this for me. This isn't about my pocketbook. This is literally about inspiring mo ma mainly women because that's been like the biggest part of my healing journey um, to, to have more magic, to bring that magic that's inherently theirs yes. and pull that back up into existence because we have been taught now for centuries to deny that. Mm -hmm. And when I say magic, I, it might mean your intuition, your inner knowing, your um, ability to, to heal, you know, and to heal others with an embrace or your food or your words, mm -hmm. all of these things to me, like, those are the things that I call magic. Those are in, yeah. in this realm, th that's magic, you know, because it has so much more power than the eye can see. Yeah, I love that you use the term magic because I feel the same way. It is magic. Even some things you just cannot explain and they come from you, but if you cannot explain it, to me that's magical. <laughs> and sometimes I am hesitant to say that in in some instances because people are some people are not ready to kind of see that that reality or see that you can create your life or you can um have you know a gypsy wagon you can do anything you want to do and <laughs> it's just it's inspiring to see that you're just so into your your yourself you know who you are you know how to how to be with the universe how to play with the universe and you know that it supports you back and that's just the perfect example of what i want people to see too you know through through vessels like this and talking with people like you so thanks for being your just authentic self <laughs> Thank you. And thank you for, you know, reaching out to me to do this because oh my gosh, I'm yeah. finding that, you know, our, our words carry depth and we never know who it might uh, reach. And, mm -hmm. um, and so I think that's one thing too, that is like been kind of like um, a hard thing about my life, but also the most beautiful is authenticity. I just, I can't fake anything. I can't pretend. I can't, I, like I tell my friends, like I'm, I'm just the humanoids, like, <laughs> you know, and basically people just like trapped in, they're trapped in their cage still. And there's mm -hmm. like, I'm not to down people that are in that phase of their journey, um, but I want to inspire and show people that there's another option. And, and I do want to uh, mention that another thing that has helped change my, my life dramatically is um, learning about the law of attraction. You know, mm. you were talking about creating reality. Well, um, when I learned that the law of attraction is the same 
power as the law of gravity. Mm, <laughs> Again, people can't, they can't see it, so they don't believe it. Well, it really, um, it's changed my, the way that I love myself. It's, mm-hmm. it's helped me um, when, and that, and when I love myself, anything's possible. Mm-hmm. And so when I was trapped in, in my cage, which, you know, to me, well, just like not loving myself, just living for others and what, what they want from me and, um, and breaking free from that, I had to learn to take care of myself, mind, body, spirit. Mm-hmm. And um, part of that journey was learning about the law of attraction and how, mm-hmm. um, meditation clearing my mind but also like letting things come up and watching them float on by and maybe replacing it with an affirmation um affirmation work uh subconscious reprogramming like whatever i had to do i was gonna do it to like break these patterns in my mind that were holding me in stagnant energy yeah exactly um yeah all that stuff is so important and it doesn't have to be this giant thing i love that you're just like well i tried this and i did this and this is all that led it up led up to who i am you built yourself back up from the ground up with love and compassion for yourself and that's just so important to to do for yourself because like you said a lot of people won't they're just kind of like i think this is it this is okay (laughs) you know they kind of settle on that but there's just so much more and the power comes from within always always and and i think that the reason why um the things that i've done the real life things that i've done to help shift that vibration because really what it is is like people who they're not it's not that they don't want the thing they're just held in this vibrational Mm -hmm. frequency that doesn't allow them to push through and so the things that i did to help me change the patterns in my mind was to try new things to travel which i know is difficult right now but Mm -hmm. maybe like even just traveling to a new little town where there's a river that you want to walk by yeah um thing that's outside of your comfort zone <laughs> for me has changed my brain waves i swear like i i have never been someone who's just had like tons of money but i always found ways to travel mm-hmm. and even at a young age i was traveling to other countries and just realizing how limited my my life and my mind were. And I think that's also what gave me such a drive to be like, this isn't all there is. Like, I know there's more. And, um, and I want to, I want to test, you know, like touch it. I want to taste it. I want to like have the experiences that we're here meant to do on this planet. It's exciting. It is. You're just speaking my language on so many. I love it so much. It just feels like my, my, um, my solar plexus is like lighting up when you're talking. (laughs) It feels so, so right. It feels good. Um, okay. There are a couple of other questions, Elizabeth, and then I'll let you go. Cause I know you're extremely busy and thank you so much for taking the time. This has been so awesome. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Um, okay. So you, when we got started, you said you are a crystal witch. So what does that mean? Can you explain that? I love that. <laughs> Sure, absolutely. So um, I identify as a witch, which uh, to me just means that um, I, I guess it's like I'm a feminist. I'm also, um, you know, I, I create my own power. I, I have a, a coven that I'm in with magical healing uh, women and 
they all, they have different practices. They're intuitive healers or um, spiritual guidance counselors and acupuncturist and uh, garden witch. And uh, we all just like grow together and it's really beautiful and uplifting. Um, and so I also identify as a witch because I, um, I use the power of uh, manifestation and I, you, I call myself a crystal witch because that, that is just unfolded because of my business. Um, but it's so much more and using the healing power of crystals, um, in my practice, in my, um, you know, I don't even call it witchcraft. I feel like that's a, like a little spooky, um, for people who, um, and I want people to, um, you know, be open to other, other ways of life. And so, in a subtle way, I mean, really, it's manifesting. I, I use the power of the moon. I, I set intentions with the new moon. I release on the full moon and um, I write out things and, um, and I burn them sometimes. I use mm. herbs uh, for medicine and for burning. And, um, and the, the Reiki is a form of, um, you know, just that healing uh it's divine light energy it's loving universal life force i'm i'm a vessel of that it's um you know when you get the attunements i mean we all have the ability to do that and i really recommend that you know anyone gets attuned in reiki in any level to use it even on themselves or their families or their pets yeah um because it really if it's about raising our vibration and um functioning at this higher level, which is, um, it's love. We're getting closer to love. Yeah. And I, I believe that's like my bottom line of like why I'm here on earth. And, um, and it's, it's magical. So I, you know, I, I sit here in my little cabin in the woods. I'm totally like a witch out here. I have like, <laughs> deer that come by every day. Um, you know, I, I pet a deer earlier this year. It was really oh magical. My gosh. Um, it was just like on my path down my driveway when I was going for a walk. So um, cute. I wasn't afraid at all. Super cute. And um, yeah, and I just use all these natural healing modalities and um, I get energy work done on myself as well. And so yeah, as far as being a, a, a witch, it's just like using the power of like the planet and the healing properties of crystals. Like, I mean, even just dirt mm -hmm. there's so much healing like um i don't know if you've heard about earthing but it's yeah. a form of grounding mm -hmm. that um now since the synthetic soul of the shoe was made um man hasn't had as many opportunities to earth and ground and that's where we get a lot of vitamins that's where um we get that sense of belonging and um and so i love living out in the country where there's just a lot of nature um and i understand that not everyone can do that and there's other ways that you can ground and um and crystals can help with that as well but i do mm -hmm. believe that if we all started earthing that uh, there would be a lot less anxiety, you know, because yeah. we feel supported by our planet, by our home. Absolutely. Yeah. Even putting your feet in the grass just for a second just can help immensely or <laughs> just being out in nature like you are. It's just so healing. I, I totally agree. That's incredible. <laughs> yeah. um, okay. Elizabeth, the, the last questions I have are kind of crystal questions, like quick fire crystal questions for people who are kind of getting into this. So okay. hopefully you can help them. <laughs> 
Okay, so what are the best crystals for, um, let's say, anxiety? What would you recommend? Sure, yeah, I recommend um, smoky quartz is a great one. I mean, that's just the first one that comes to mind. Um, I think a lot of people have heard about it too. It's um, easily attainable. It's um, definitely abundant. I get a lot of mine from Brazil, um, and this this stone is um, it's so great for um, fears, anxieties, um, and also electromagnetic field. So it's great to have like between you and your computer or your phone. Mm -hmm. um, but then there's other ones like Shungite. Shungite is from Russia. That is actually one of my favorites. Um, it's a, like a matte black. There's, um, there's different kinds of Shungite, like elite and noble. Um, and so those are the quality that you can actually use to um, cleanse water. Oh. And so, yeah, it's just like, it also absorbs, uh, EMF and it also, um, absorbs fear. So usually when I'm like about to do, teach a class or do some kind of like speaking engagement, I'll have a shungite with me to absorb that fear. Um, really all those like jitters, you know, if, and I, I'll tell it, I'll be like, please absorb this and I'll cleanse you later <laughs> because like I, it's too, it's too much energy for me to hold on to right now. Please help. And, and there are allies, you know, we can talk to the crystals and tell them like, yes. Hey, we help with this. Like that's, they found you. Like we think that we found the crystal, but they found us because yes. they, um, they want that partnership with us. Definitely. Yeah, that's amazing. Uh, what do you recommend for creativity if someone's feeling a little stuck in their creative endeavors? Sure. Yeah, for creativity, um, I recommend uh, amazonite. That is a great one for creativity and also um, letting that energy flow. It's, um, it's really like um, this beautiful bluish green. And so that can actually help. Um, I think it's a great one for creative energy flow if you use spoken word or written word. Um, but then also there's carnelian and carnelian is more of like a root chakra. Love that uh, one. Chakra. That one is great. There's so many great things that carnelian can do. And um, it's also great for creativity and like using our, our power um, and letting that energy flow and manifest into something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, amazing. Uh, and what would you say to someone who wants to buy their first crystal and they walk into a shop, but they don't know what to get? <laughs> what would you tell them? Yeah, yeah honestly, I the, the ones that I like to recommend if you're like super new and you're kind of just dabbling in it, I, I really suggest amethyst. And um, amethyst is calming and protective. It's a great one to have around if you know, even near, in your bedroom, because, you know, some crystals aren't great for the bedroom. They can amplify energy. They can keep you up. Yeah. You know, <laughs> normally you'd probably want to, you know, think, oh, clear quartz. Well, clear quartz is great. And you can really make that. It's the master healing crystal. You can attune it to really anything you want to do, but it's not a very great one for having a um, bedside where you're trying to rest. Mm -hmm. So I usually tell people, you know, use a gentler stone to start with like amethyst, um, but also uh, selenite. Selenite oh, yeah. is, it is a soluble crystal, but it's also a very like powerful yet gentle um and it, it opens the crown chakra just, just like amethyst. And so it's, um, it's self-cleansing. So it's like very minimal effort. So if you're like the kind of person who maybe like 
has a plant that <laughs> and you're just like not very good at watering it it's it's going to be kind of like that like you it doesn't require a lot of care so um yeah. it's definitely versatile you it for so much. I use this in my Reiki practice and to strengthen the aura, to cleanse, it cleanses other crystals. Yeah. So then as you build your skin, it's like kind of an essential one to have. That's amazing. Okay. Final question. Do you remember your first crystal that you ever purchased? Ah, well, um, so people have asked me that before and I really wish I knew the first crystal that I had, but I will tell you a story about a piece of jewelry that I got that had yeah. several crystals on it. When I was a child, uh, we were at on vacation somewhere, probably not too far. I grew up outside of Chicago. I think we might have been in Wisconsin, or and uh, we always gravitated towards metaphysical type shops. Mm-hmm. And um, and I don't know if my aunt, my mom's twin, was there with us for that one because she definitely would have like wanted us to go in there. But I got this pendant that is actually a Reiki wand. And I was a kid, I had no idea. And it's a really nice one too. And it has all all the different colors of the chakra system. And um, it's really beautiful. And so I would say like that, that's the one that I remember getting as a child, having no clue what this was even about. And then watching it come full circle yeah. as an adult that as a tool that I can use today. That's amazing. So do you still have that? I do. Yeah. Here, I mean, I'll show you. Yeah. I want to see it. Here, I'll show you. Amazing. <laughs> what a way to end so the pot. Here, um, and it has this um, rose quartz at the bottom. Oh my honestly, gosh. Rose quartz is a great one for people who are starting their crystal collection. Um, and because it's great for the heart healing, but it, it's, it brings in love, unconditional mm-hmm. love, um, love from the universe, from yourself, and also others. So if you're trying to attract love into your life, um, and that's a great one. And if you get it and you're like, this is really strong, it's working too well, <laughs> you can actually put your amethyst with your rose quartz and it'll like kind of calm those like- Oh, amazing. Yeah. They're two peas in a pod, definitely. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That is beautiful. Thank you for showing me that. Yeah. Okay, Elizabeth, this was so amazing. You had so much great information. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, do you want to leave anyone with anything, any inspiration, anything you have coming up, your Instagram, your website? Oh, thank you so much, Mina. This was so magical for me too. Yay. Um, sure, I would, I'd love to just tell everyone where they can find me. Um, my Instagram is Alter Space Crystal, and so it's A L P A R. So Alter Space Crystal, and I'd be happy to answer any questions you might have about crystals on there. You can find out about my upcoming events, or you can just order straight through Instagram. Love that. Love it, love it, love it. Thank you so much, Elizabeth. This was awesome. I appreciate you. Thank you. Absolutely. Anytime. Have a good one. Say bye. You too. Bye.